Open your eyes. This is America. The greatest nation on Earth. Where rats have it better than Italian children. If we are to build an empire of hope, we must first conquer New York. Our New York is being threatened by a wave of brown-skinned filth. They just keep coming. We ought to ship them all back. We have to show America we are all people of dignity. I want to build an orphanage. Be careful. This place will eat you alive. Even the Pope cannot protect you from what may come. I am unashamed. What about you? So, uh, look who's in the Unashamed Podcast Command Center in the seat of the big, the big pop. Oh, Phil, right? You are you oh, are. Oh, I'm in. I'm in the man seat. You're in the man oh, seat. You realize that? You shouldn't have told me. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> didn't, you, like didn't you teach Phil everything you know? Uh, well, yeah. I guess when you get right down to it, yeah. <laughs> I tried to. He didn't. He's, how long, how he's long? not a very good student. <laughs> he went wayward on me. Okay. So oh. it's a, it's it's unashamed podcast with Phil Robertson, but. Uh, Dad had his. Uh, we mentioned last, uh, I think last time we were on that he was going to have to have cataract surgery. We've been talking about the his his health decline this year. <laughs> the, he calls himself side the one armed, one eyed man. Of course, what's funny is he claimed at one arm and one eye that he was still out shooting the duck blind. Yeah. Even though it was like literally that like one hand and one eye tied behind his back, no. so that's that's but what he said. He, on he here. got off that <laughs> no. the last few days. I was just fixing no, because Jay Stone fell in the bottom of the blind the other morning. <clears throat> duck hunting, the duck come in there, boom, 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 three times he missed. Phil, the next bunch come in three times, boom, 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 he missed. Oh, next time three times, boom, 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 he missed. And he said, Stone, you know what you call this? And Stone said, What? He said dead weight he said but i own the property so don't get no ideals and stone hit the bottom of the blind life and so he admitted he was dead yeah. weight but he's like but i own the place right? i we own the a, place boy don't get any that bright ideals we were in the same area we could see them yeah so so you're you know, watching it's embarrassing it. when you see two ducks just like because they worked around then they went in and i was like well they got them and then there's Boom, 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 boom. I was like, that was embarrassing. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. one thing to miss. It's another thing to have two of your hunting party. And I guess the best thing for dad in, watching you miss. in his declining years is that we're not filming as much as we used to. So you sure. don't have to always have it captured on camera. That's what's well, bad. Well, here's the amazing thing because Stone said it. <clears throat> he said, you're doing this by muscle memory. You can't see. <laughs> well, when your you're, muscle yeah, starts moving yeah, four yeah. to six no, no. inches, when you're losing your muscle. yeah, and you're losing your muscles together. <laughs> but he's doing all this just by he's done it so long he can't see them, so he just you know he's killing them. All right, so so we're talking. Well, he's done since, pretty well since we're talking duck season, which is now behind us. It's in the rearview mirror uh, for 2019-2020, and it was a pretty poor season as we've lamented. 
so there's two questions side because I need to, you know, I've been sitting here in between, you know, Dad and Jace with some running debates throughout the whole season because we always talk a little duck hunting for for hunter friends out there and a bunch of you have commented on how much you enjoy it just because you don't know anything about it. So there's two questions. One, it started even back in teal season about the battle of the dogs. We got blue, and we got biggin. This was Biggin's debut year, Jace's new dog, and uh, and so then we got Blue. So look, the the debate went on all year, and they both had some conciliatory, you know, towards each other's dogs. It was very cordial and nice, but at the end of the day, Jace still thinks his dog is better, except that he's now got some blue tendencies. No, no, I, no I'm off that. You're I, off. You you totally got off that. <laughs> well, I just think I have a another blue. golden blue. <laughs> so, what is your taste? I want to. Uh, you were hunting most of the season. Hey, I didn't. I never saw big and me and Stone. I, I I look at the overall picture. Okay, it's either like I, I'm not even involved in it because I don't go get the duck. Stone or Jace goes get the ducks if the dog's not there. Right. <clears throat> so really. For me to say anything, I ain't got nothing to say. You've okay. got a blind position. Yeah. Basically, just like let me. me just tell you. That yeah, I'm dead weight. Like Sai goes saying. out there. I'm, I'm dead definitely weight. dead weight. <laughs> plops down. And yeah, says, yeah, I'm dead weight. I am too. I admit it. Well, look, they have broke me. I'm like, I'm like the mule that they just loaded too many times. They broke me, okay? Because, look, we, we take 2,000 pounds of grit. Everywhere we go, and we may move. We may move three times in a day. There's gonna be all these questions. What is two hundred pounds of grit? Not grit. Not two hundred. Two thousand grip. It's your gear. Gear. Okay. Okay. We got. We're eating grits by the thousands of pounds. Who would want two hundred pounds? We got four hundred dollar chairs that we're carrying. Yo. Sorry. So you're. So, but you agree basically with the sentiment that blue has been a fantastic, the best retrieving oh. lab we've ever had in terms of what he can do. No doubt. But the most annoying lab we've well, ever he had. Well, he's just a, uh, a, how would I word this? He's an undisciplined child that's <laughs> running amok. Okay? And look, and, and Biggin and ain't no better. No. Okay? Because, you know, well, it's just Maybe it's the owner. It's an owner problem. Maybe no. they're oh. maybe they're taking the the uh, the the atmosphere of their ownership. Maybe it's maybe it's going from a owner fire. to dog. Right. It's a here's fire what, issue. They have well, that fire. Yeah. Here's what I here's what I've learned. Okay, if I was to go out and buy me a retriever, the last thing I'm gonna buy me is a male dog. Yeah. Okay. Because hey. Yeah. Prime example. Phil's prime example. Okay, males are hard-headed. What happened to that dog right. you had on the show? The what was that? Oh, thing? killer. A poodle. The poodler. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh no. And hey, maybe we need to thank poodle. Yeah. That that was one of the top retrieving poodle lab. Oh, no. lab poodle. I, I yeah, was but impressed. hey, they got issues too. Cause hey, he he, I killed a dove. He went out there and got it come running by me, and he was running by me too fast, so I grabbed him. Well. Poodles are real tender skin, okay. So I pinched him, and he he tried to bite. Well, I had to send that clown back to Georgia for remedial training. Well, I was wondering what happened to that dog. It's the it's the number one question I get from kids. Of course, now they're growing up. It's they're teenagers, but they were kids at the time when they were watching the show. Is does Uncle Si still have that dog? I can't tell you how many how many times you get that question when hey, you're on the road. Look, that's the most I, the, I got. They, they made a big poster out of that picture where the guy's panning 
and there's me and Killer, and Killer sitting up there. Yeah, I've signed that more times. I've signed that one more times than any. And that dog tried done. to bite. Well, at least my dog hadn't yeah. tried to bite me. Yeah, we hadn't had that. That'd be bad. I was so worn out from duck season that you know Arkansas, and there was a a couple of other states this year that actually had an extended season for like four or five days. You you went yeah. on. You yeah. went on. Did y'all kill them? Huh? Kill about forty. But hey, we've good. seen compared to what we saw on <laughs> yeah. Sullivan you, Lake. You saw more in two days than you did the whole season here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 40 in yeah. two days? Yeah, we killed 40. 20 a day. I mean, it was good because there's all good ducks, mallards, teal. But, but no. Nah. Well, see, I was. It wasn't to... nothing like what it used to be because they, they're doing just what they do down here. They come on Sullivan Lake and go. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a new ball game. I'm telling you. We we have trained ducks, okay, the hunters have. They're becoming super ducks. That's what Dad's you. theory is, is I'm that serious. his theory is that we've killed all the dumb ones and young ones yeah. and all that's left are the the wily veterans. Yeah, the geniuses. The of geniuses the species. of the duck species. Right, and right. so they have learned how to evade. No, what happened, I was looking at the history of Louisiana duck hunting and you know, we always say, well, these sanctuaries cropped up from the government and they're holding all the ducks. And, you know, and they we, are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. there's something to that. Yeah. But, you know, I was looking in the history of Louisiana and I think I, I think I figured out the problem. When they outlawed baiting, which wasn't that long ago, like the late 80s in Louisiana, yeah. well, that's when the ducks stop showing up <laughs> ah. you know i mean i didn't realize that up until whatever the year was i can't remember exactly oh well, you could throw corn out and there down and in the else. in the southern half of our state we call that cajun gold yeah. you know because right, the gold so now <laughs> gold I mean, why would, would they come here they got all the sanctuaries on the way if you don't get some extreme weather phenomenon yeah. which weather's been terrible they have better, you know, my buddy up in Kansas, I mean, he has cornfields and, you know, millet yeah. patches. And, well, the ducks, they're not leaving unless it gets sub-zero. And it just, this year, yeah. it got below freezing, what, well, once, once not, or twice and only for about five minutes? Yeah. Cold weather will not do it. It has to be, you have to have a lot of snow cover the food source. That's right. Well, if it's extremely okay. cold, it yeah. would work. And, but, and another thing, you were talking about that, okay, on the sanctuaries. Well, guess what? The government is planning gold. Oh, and a right. lot of it. Uh, yeah. It's okay for them. Yeah, it's okay for, for them to do yeah. it. I okay. was in, at a sanctuary in Washington. Uh, our buddy, we were hunting there a few years ago, and he said, I want to show you something. And, and they had a sanctuary that you could ride through. <laughs> well, they yeah. don't even allow yeah. that here. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in yeah. vehicle, and you're looking yeah. out there, and it's like some park for ducks. You it's know, just, it's thousands yeah. of ducks. Yeah. And I said, what are those floating containers? It was like these big silos that were like submarine, and they were floating around. They said they Buffet load them up with stops. feed. Yeah. Buffet <laughs> corn stops. They well, float in the baby. water. Yeah. And all the ducks. I was like, well, this is not fair. No wonder you can't get, get well, it. Right. He said, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Sai, we, we talk on our podcast quite a bit. There's a company uh, that sponsors our podcast, and so – uh, it's called Keeps, and you may have seen some of their national ads. It's called Keeps because it's about keeping your hair. Now, the problem we've had us talking about is Jay still has a lot of hair, yeah. you know. Dad still has a lot of hair, getting a little thinner. 
I got a little little spot coming up, you know, right on the crown, the the splendor of glory, the Bible calls it. You Most know. of mine done fell out. Cy lost his a long time ago. He's probably too old for hormones this to work. This is not gathering up what you lost <laughs> and putting it back. This no, is, you don't need to tell me what they're doing here. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It ain't going to work. <laughs> I think Sai's going to sit this one out. Where he's having a bad hair year. Sai <laughs> lives with a bad hair year. Maybe a bad hair decade. But for a lot of people, this is this gives them hope. That's right. So we got two uh, FDA-approved products, uh, basically the generic version that Keeps comes out with. Uh, you go on their online to their website, keeps.com. And basically you're going to snap a few pics of your hair. There's a doctor there. They review this because you get some hormone treatments, which are really good. We're not going to worry about side, but for the rest of the world, uh, you get 66% of men experience hair growth. Thanks to keeps. So two thirds, uh, works for you. I, I don't know about age, but uh, I'm assuming when you're younger, it's probably even better keeps.com slash door is where you're going to go keeps.com slash door you get 50 percent off your uh, first treatment half off if you want to give these guys a shot keeps.com slash door uh, to keep some of your hair i mean yeah. the, so they the it's government, government boys can bait so but the common foul, man, foul. Yeah, they <laughs> and can. hey i mean bad foul throw the flag okay. on the government boy hey, throw him out of the game Okay. <laughs> so I was supposed to go with Cy and Jade, Arkansas. But then my wife, she was like, "Yeah, th- we, <laughs> we've been doing this worship at our church." Hey, and, by uh, the way, Sunday huh? was awesome. Oh, our the, worship, the, well, the worship, the praise team was awesome. They they've really they've done really it. been working. I I can tell they've been working hard. Well, and it's yeah, been funny because we've had a I call it the Robertson resurgence at our church because we've all been out on the road doing stuff for years. Now, this year, we're doing less, so Jason and Missy are in charge of worship for our first service, and they're doing great. I mean, it's just grown. No, it's so awesome. No, no. Yeah. And then uh, then I've started preaching some more with a couple other guys, and so old size he's been fired up, you know, every Sunday. Well, size, I was, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, amen size our amen session. No, no, I'll fix that. Your, your lesson last week, okay, and guys, here's what it was. He's preaching on the book of John, and the title of the lesson is The Case for Jesus, Okay. Al was talking about, okay, John the Baptist, the one that is paving the way for Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He becomes famous for one thing, water baptism. He's on the Jordan River, and he's baptizing thousands, okay? God's purpose in this has not been revealed yet, okay? The reason John the Baptist come, he's paving the way for the Lord, Jesus Christ, okay? He's on the river and he's baptizing thousands, and it's for the remission of sins. So Al's talking about it, and he read it from the scripture, from the book of John. And the purpose was, okay, at the time that Jesus comes to John the Baptist and says, hey, you need to baptize me. John knows that Jesus is a good man, but he don't know that he's the son of God yet. Yeah, he said he did Because he, he has didn't not know. revealed. That's right. Okay. So anyway, he's arguing with Jesus about, no, you need to baptize me. And I'll use two phrases that, that stuck in my mind, and I had an out-of-body experience 
while uh, Al is giving the lesson. He, he, told, he, he told me this in the yeah. foyer. He, Wait, I, I had to go tell him. I chased him down. <laughs> I hadn't heard about this <laughs> out-of-body No, no. I went down there. I swear, Lisa was standing there. I said, where'd Al go? He's, he's in the back. So I run out back. <laughs> he's talking to somebody. Wait till he gets through. You know, so I said, boy, that was a good one, Al. I said, you gave me an out-of-body experience, or or maybe maybe it's a vision from God. Mm-hmm. You know? I said, but while you was preaching, here's what, and, and me thinking about it, it's what's scary. When no, was it was scary when you said it was an out-of-body <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. No, ahead. it gets worse because when I was telling Al, I said, when you was talking about, you know, Al said, uh, you know, John the Baptist finally submits to Jesus and baptized him, okay, because Jesus says these words, you know, let it, let it be so. Quit arguing with me. Let it be so, okay, because it fulfills all righteousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then... John the Baptist relented and baptized him, and then the the heavens opened up, and what looked like a dove come from heaven and lit on Jesus and stayed there. Well, guess what? The one that sent John the Baptist to pave the way for the Lord mm-hmm. had told him, the one you see the Spirit land on and stay, mm-hmm. this is my son. And then the voice from heaven said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Well, while all this is going on, Al goes, takes it back to the beginning. In the beginning was the Father, the Word, and the Spirit was hovering over the water. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when he said that, and Al had said that phrase, and then this is a big moment in time. Okay? <laughs> it is this, the moment yeah, in time. This is a big moment in time. This is a special moment in time. Here's what I thought. I said, and I even said it and said, the Spirit is hovering over the water today, waiting on you to make your choice to come down and take advantage of what's being offered. That's right. You know, when he said that, I said, hmm. I said, the Holy Spirit is hovering over the water. And I said, then one comes down and, and uh, submits to, he heard the gospel, he submits to it, and is baptized. At that moment, the Holy Spirit penetrates the egg of eternity, mm-hmm. okay, and then enters that being when he comes out of the water, and he is born again, okay, not of perishable seed, yeah, but imperishable. He becomes eternal. He becomes an eternal being. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's why you can't kill us. You know, and I just, I, I said. I love that. And I got, you know, I said, you know, and I had thought of a lot of other stuff, but I just, I looked at, then I go back. So then on you some saw of the, yourself, you felt something leave your body? Well, no, no, I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm trying to get I, back to that. Well, no, the scary part was that I actually thought, okay, the, the Holy Spirit penetrates the egg of eternity and then enters a being. And changes him from a mortal being to, and gives him immortality. Yeah, and you're in on that, and and I'm part of that. So then you so, were so excited. That you so oh felt yeah, like an, oh no, so yeah, like I got all fired body. up. Trust yeah. me. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was exciting because I, I mean I love it because I is so engaged, and a lot of our our church is, but. That's exactly what we were talking about. And then I said, I think, on the podcast, Jace, that the idea I got about that hovering over the water actually came from Jay, something he said here on the podcast when we were back doing Genesis like a long time ago. Uh, yeah. And it just plants a seed. See, we're getting you all know. our ideas for the lessons right here. Right here. Do you know what got my attention? Because I'm, I'm a wilderness 
you know, water type person, everything I'm, I'm looking at the creation because it points to the creator. You know, when I saw that phrase hovering over the water, <laughs> no, well, that got my attention. That's right. Because no, no, yeah, you know what turns you, me on yeah, is yeah. a duck <laughs> hovering big over, the water. over the water. I was thinking, you know, a mojo just hovering over the water. So when I saw that, you know, in Genesis 1, 2, when it says the Holy Spirit was hovering over the water, and then I thought, well, wait a minute. The Holy Spirit still hovers over the water. No, no. When a person surrenders to that's Jesus, why, that's right. yeah. you receive the yeah. Holy Spirit. That's so right. I thought, boy, that's a, I, I'm into that. So well, we, I had, we had, add, I had added a link in, in my sermon that I had thought about since you and I talked about that in Acts 2, whenever God ushered in the sort of the era of the Holy Spirit available for everybody. Because yeah. there were been yeah. Spirit-filled people throughout. Well, the phrase history. it says in Acts 2, which I've I've – because there's a lot of debate in the religious world and confusion about that. But there's right. a phrase in Acts 2 that I think clears up exactly what happened. I can read it. But it says the Holy Spirit was poured out. Yep, that's right. Well, you think about why do you pour something out? What is the purpose of pouring something out? Is so that you can share get it. at it. Well, share it. Well, well it's like if you, you poured your a cup of milk, why'd you pour it? So you can drink it. Right. Uh, I think Acts 2, it says uh, in verse, where is that at? It oh. says, it poured out what you see and hear. Here, here it is. In, in 33, in Peter's sermon, Acts 2, 33, he said, Jesus, uh, that God did not abandon him to the grave in 31. His body didn't see decay which is what size point was because he was had immortality. Yep. God has raised this Jesus to life. Why? Because he had the Holy through the Holy uh, Spirit. Yep. And we are all witnesses to the fact this was not something we yeah. made up. Yeah, right. He was dead. Now he's alive. Exalted to the right hand of God. Okay. He has received, now here's my point, from the Father, the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. That's right. Yeah. So he poured out the Holy Spirit. So uh, we established the fact that, you know, Phil does not have a cell phone, but he usually has someone around him that has a cell phone. Yeah. But he he's, likes, he likes he's the anti phone, but he likes the benefits of the phone. That's what he says. He calls it the little black box. Well, I'm just the opposite because I have phones. They will not work with me, so I'm out. So you don't think it's a user problem? No, no. no. I've done. Look, I've had people come up to me and say I asked them to make a phone call, and they said, "Well, let me use your phone." I said, "Darling, if it would work, I would do it." <laughs> and they try it 15 minutes. They punch it on it, and it won't work. And it's just a piece of junk. <laughs> I said, I told you it wouldn't work. So it could be it could be the carrier. Who knows with side? <laughs> yeah. It won't work for side. Dad won't use them. But Jason and I are plugged into the you know when Jace can find his because he loses his all the time. But you know, there's a lot about who these carrier companies. Of course, most of them are huge corporations. You got AT and T, you know, Verizon, all these different ones. So the problem is the values of a lot of these companies that are most people have their cell phones through donate a lot of money to causes that most of us would not really agree with at all. Now, you know, you can't control what other people don't want their money to, but if someone were to come along and basically have the values that you have and offer a service 
you know, might be worth looking into. And so there's a company called Patriot Mobile, uh, very patriotic, very committed to the Constitution, very committed to causes like matter to us. We're talking about, you know, the uh, Second Amendment, uh, right to life, you know, for, for babies. And so these guys are great. They sort of our kind of people. Um, you know, they participate in the March for Life Pro-Life Summit. So if you want to check these guys out, we, we suggest you give them a look. It starts at twenty five dollars. Um, that comes with unlimited talk, text. You get the same reliable service, no hidden fees, which you get with a lot of the other ones. So the way you do that is you go to patriotmobile.com slash fill, which I've always thought was funny because Dad wouldn't know a cell phone from a you know from a computer. Uh, but when you use the offer code fill, you get a free month of service, you get a free gift, and you basically open up a new line. So. That's patriotmobile.com slash Phil. Use the offer code Phil uh, if you want to give these guys a shot. And, you know, like-minded people sticking together, which is never a bad thing. And remember, he was that was referred to, go back to Jesus' baptism. John the Baptist said, <clears throat> I baptize with water, but There's one, one comes coming, after me yeah. that will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So what he was talking about was this very thing. Yep. That was the difference in John's baptism and then the baptism of Jesus was the presence of the Holy Spirit. Before, it was only a baptism of repentance. Look, water baptism is still a baptism of repentance. You're telling the world, which is Acts 2, I want to repent, I want to change. Yeah. It is I a sign of change, yeah. but the difference is that now you – what do you call it? You you uh, you. Uh, how'd you say it? You uh, penetrate the eternal yeah. egg, yeah. which yeah. allows the Holy Spirit to come into your life. And look, so my point was, before that happened, what Jace just read, when the disciples were getting ready, all of a sudden the house started shaking. They're just praying. What do we do? The house started shaking like an earthquake. Yep. And they looked around and above each other's head was, was fire. It looked like a tongue like of fire. fire. Guess That's what it was? I thought you hovering. were going yeah. with the out of body. I thought you were going to have some. <laughs> no, I just fire. I, I looked, uh, you know, because because I look at it uh, hovering over the water again. Okay, you know, and and you know, and I look, and I always I, I'm on a common sense kick with religion. Yeah, if you take the first verse in the beginning was you know God created the heavens and the earth. That you know I can take you twelve more verses and. Then he says, okay, I hung a greater light to rule the day and a lesser light to rule the night. Okay. Well, I know what God used to pour out the Holy Spirit with. The Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. It's in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, you, you're going to well, no, no. change uh, astrology as we know it. Well, no, no. I mean, think about that, though. <laughs> Yeah. Now I have never thought of that. Right. That's that's no, I'm serious. the well, purpose of the yeah, big and little yeah, range place the to go is. into the mind of <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, no, because you got to think about it. okay. Because I talked to you about oh, what was the verse about? Uh, don't mess with the intended purpose God has for you. Yeah. Besides that, where's that verse? And then he gave a quote. It's yeah. not in the Bible. <laughs> a redneck, I, I said, redneck version. I said, okay. it's a sad It's not in the Bible. Right. It's, I, it's redneck I version. Can't, yeah. You, know, you can't find a verse that's yeah. been paraphrased. I want to read this. So Romans funny. 8, 9 says, You, however, are not controlled by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. And if the, if the Spirit of God lives in you. So I said, we're controlled by the Spirit. That's why we know the fruit of the Spirit's yeah. love, joy, yeah. peace, patience. Well, he gets the credit for all the good things that happen in our life. But it says, if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he doesn't belong to Jesus. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, 
Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. You know, a lot of people say, well, I have God's spirit. Well, how come I die? Well, your body, yeah, it'll die. Yeah. It's dead. Just, you know, we're we're separated from that tree of life and that garden, you know. But here's the key, Romans eight eleven. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who lives in you. Right. What a verse. That's a powerful verse. And so it's the same setup we've talked about before. We're we're made up of three parts, body, soul, spirit. In other words, you have a body. You have an animating force that is who you are. I mean, Sai has a spirit. His spirit is different than Jason's spirit, my spirit. And you, you see that in the way people react. They're, we call it personality, but that's your spirit. That's well, who you are. different from every person well, on the planet. Well, you know, Sai, Dad says, because dementia is in our family, he says you were born with dementia, but we just got used to it. So <laughs> <laughs> that you just well, demented well, I, your whole it's life. It's not even a sickness with me. <laughs> Okay, that's just part of me. But you know, part of my DNA. What I love about side being on the podcast, and at some point we got to get Goblin on here too, because you know the Duck Dynasty. For a lot of you that that are listening to the podcast, you watch the show, and so everybody kind of had the show. Always kind of everybody knew their lanes of kind of our personalities, and obviously Side was crazy and told funny stories and did crazy things. Which is Side. It's definitely him. But you never got the depth. Of Sai, you know, hit the him as a spiritual man of God, which we all know that because we spend time talking about this. Jay's kind of had a favorite, role. My favorite thing Sai does is like when one of us are preaching because you know we're family, we stick together. Oh yeah, despite our disagreements. <laughs> our but Sai gets so fired up, then he just starts hollering. Yeah, during the service. It, it, <laughs> well, no, hey, Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> like, rubbed off on me. The last <laughs> hey, time I spoke, you're excited. Look, Sai let him know. It's Sai started uttering yeah. like. He just kind of started preaching right. from yeah. like it's a third of the way back. Back. He's commentary from the back. Yeah. We can't understand. Yeah, it. I'm like, Sai, yeah. let me let we, me <laughs> let me finish here, and then, <laughs> then you can come up. But uh, it, it is fun though, isn't it? That people get enthused when you're uh, up front. Yeah, it's good. What well, I was right, going to tell you, I, I was going to tell you that we we never finished this thought. I was going to go duck hunting in in Arkansas, but my wife came to him and said. There's a worship conference in Nashville, like tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. I mean, it was it was eleven o'clock at night when she come in here and said that. So I was like, I had my feel answer. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> She's like, well, so, I think so, we should so. go. And I was like, well, that's a long drive. Yeah. And She's like, no, I, we just let's just fly up there. And fly. Like, well, then Mia came to tell us good night, and she's like, what are y'all planning? And Missy was like, well, there's a worship conference, you know, in Nashville. And, and Reed lives yeah. there. Then, and Reed yeah. lives then there. Then Mia said, let's yeah. go. Well, Mia yeah. said, let's ooh, fly. that sounds fun. Yeah, let's fly. Like, I'd fly. All right, I guess we're going to Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. So I went. That's where I've been for three Well, Jace days. called me. The next morning, Jace calls me at 9 o'clock in the morning. says, hey, where are you doing? I said, well, I'm, just, I'm in my truck. You know, and he said, you want to go to Nashville? And I was like, when? He was like, like this afternoon. I was like, well, I'm already on my way to the airport because I'm going with mom to Austin. We're flying to Austin. So, so Jason, I was like, man, this was a, when did you, when did you make this call? He said 11 o'clock last night. And I was like, boy, that's a, you talking about living on the fly. I like it. You know? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to finish that. So, so, so we what, went tell us what you, because it was a worship conference. Which, which shows you how depressing my duck season was. It was like, you want these bonus four days? And I'm like, 
Nah, nah. Yeah. So what did you learn while you were there? Because I'll had- tell you what I learned. Because you know my wife, the only person she knew that was going to be there was Carrie Job, who y'all probably hadn't. You know, if you're not into contemporary yep. Christian music, don't know you, her. Uh-huh. Carrie, <laughs> whatever. Well, hey, well, he doesn't know, know him. him. Or I don't her. know her or him, but she's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> do you listen to radio singing? She was, <laughs> was going to be there. She was. They do like they did three days. They have like worship concerts and then they have a speaker and then you have small groups and all this but she was one of the main big ticket items she's awesome and she was like yeah come on you know it'd be great so but we never registered we never you know so (laughs) kind of classic robertson (laughs) style these days so my wife and i when we land i'm like we look out there and there's a party bus for us which I'm not sure where the party bus came from. Missy's like, "Did you do this?" I said, "I didn't." She was gonna get an Uber. I said, "I didn't do this." So, uh, I we never got an answer on that. Somebody sent a bus there yeah. for us, and we so that was a good sign, you know. Well, Jace, you so, you're too, you know you hadn't realized this yet, but you're kind of a big deal. I mean, no, people I line up so. party buses yeah. for you. That's Look, what they do. So we show up. So we go up <laughs> to the. Uh, you know, to get in. Well, they got people in front. You you got to have a badge, a ticket. <laughs> I'm looking around. I said, where's our entry? Where's all this stuff? And Missy's like, don't worry about it. I don't have it. Yeah, don't worry about and it. So, well, but somebody was walking through, and they said, hey, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> oh, let them in. Because they could tell. There's your card. There's yeah. your card, boy. Kid, you know, I was like, Duck Dynasty. Next thing you know, I'm in a VIP room getting yeah. a badge. And that's kind of how how the whole whole thing went, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where do we pay?" They're like, "Oh no, you're yeah, don't worry you're about good. that. You're, Your money's no good here." You're you're good. Good. <laughs> so we go out here. Look, it was you know it was an incredible experience. We learned a lot. We worshipped for days. Oh yeah, and, which uh, is fun. I thought the only negative thing about the whole trip is you know I don't I like getting a car sir I like having a vehicle just in, I feel trapped when I'm yeah. at a place yeah. and, and Missy's like no we'll just get Ubers yeah. you know and yeah. I was like I don't like that concept I don't want to do that yeah. I, yeah. let's just get a car I mean we came up here in a plane get a car sir right. she wouldn't do it so <laughs> we we you know Mia she just had surgery she couldn't there's not a whole lot she can eat at this point and. Uh, so she wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, oh, this ought to be good, you know, because I tend to stand out in a crowd. Let's go to Chick-fil-A when we're having a conference with thousands of people. Yuck. And so we get a ride Uber over there. Well, then they couldn't get a signal, so we're at the Chick-fil-A. And I mean, it's standing room only. I had to go outside just to get some air. And then everybody gravitated outside. It, it was one of those days. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm telling you the story to say this. They can't. Their phones are not working to get an Uber. So everybody starts leaving to go back to the conference, and I'm like, we need a ride. <laughs> so Missy's like, I don't, I mean, this, I mean, we, what are we going to do? And I, so I said, hey, does anybody, well, can anybody give us a ride to <laughs> the church? Of the <laughs> and so this guy's like, sure, come on with us. When we go over there, well, he's just, he has a, a four person car. It's like a little, what do you call these things? A little sedan, I guess. Well, there's three of them. <laughs> and, now, and there's three of them. Now y'all. I'm like, yeah, yeah there's, there's three, three of, of us. And I was like, and there was a guy from the Ukraine, which was weird. I've been to the Ukraine. Yeah. It was almost like a God orchestrated thing. <laughs> we pile into this car and they're to like taking selfies because they're like, hey, Duck Dynasty, you know? 
and I'm like breaking every safety law in the vehicle, you know. And I thought, what, what, why, why are we doing this? You know, I told Miss, I was like, I told you to get a car service, and you, you've put all your hopes and dreams on Uber, which is just well, if you don't have connecting, a phone, yeah. yeah, with people. This is why I didn't want to do this. So then we have this argument in, in the that car. In the car with you know, all the people. Like, which is embarrassing to them. Because they're like, well, I thought we were family here. I'm like, well, you are, sort of, even though we just met you. But uh, I, You know what, Mar- what the marvel is for me in that story is how quickly, and I've seen this with Sign Dad, too, that you can transition from celebrity to homeless yeah. You know, I don't have a car, I don't have a ride, yeah. somebody help yeah. me to yeah. back to celebrity. It, it's amazing transition. <laughs> One day you're standing there and everybody knows you're taking selfies, the next minute somebody's putting a dollar in your in your coffee cup. So, Sai, I bet this is something you didn't know. This is going to shock you. Dad was shocked the first time we talked about this with him. Thieves, you know, you're always thieves are out here. They're always trying to steal stuff. You know, they 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 christmas time now there's so many packages they come yep. get your package yep. all the poor you know yep. there's a new way there's always yep. a new way to steal something well because of the internet now they they steal personality your 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 information on the internet they they claim they're you you know all these different things happen so this was this was shocking to me there's this woman named deborah uh that basically tells her story criminals found the title to her home online because you know you think about it if i said Where's the title to your home? Now, you, me, and you, you know, because we live in a manufactured home, we may have our title right in there somewhere with us, which is kind of good. I kind of like that. Yeah. But in most people's home, they got, you know, the bank has the it. Bank Where has is it? it? Yeah. You know, yeah. well, out here now in Cyberland, or his dad calls it Computerland, maybe the title of your home. Well, guess what? They hacked into the into the database, stole her home. Basically, said this is our home. They show up. The cops show up and evict her out of her own home. Because she doesn't own it anymore, some probably some <laughs> oligarch from Ukraine or wherever it was was the owner of her house. So I mean, it it really happened, you know, to this woman, and it maybe have happened to other people. I don't know. So a company, you know, when something like this happens, somebody's like, "Hey, we got to do something to protect people from yeah. doing this." So there's a company called Home Title Lock, and basically they protect your title so that people can't get in, you know, and, and steal it. So, uh, hometitlelock.com uh, is the is the website. You go there. First thing you find out, make sure the title of your home is still protected. That's important, which you can do that through their website. You register after you register your address. Then basically, they set up a firewall around your home title. So it's hometitlelock.com uh, is the website. We we encourage you to go check it out. And you know, first of all, find out you, do you still own your home? I mean, somebody showed up at your house side and said, you know, yeah. hey, pre- right. I, yeah, I can see your yeah. wheels turning. Uh, firewall, no, cybersecurity, uh, protect your no, home. My, deed. My, hey, hey, mine protected by Browning uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Heritage <laughs> and three fifty seven. Yeah, I don't need no dog. I got a cat, but no, I don't need no dog. <laughs> Oh, so don't mess with Sai's house. I tell you that right there. For, for everybody else, hometitlelock.com. Check it out uh, if you want to try to protect your uh, – find out exactly where your home title is. I mean, you, Look, you that, people are well, that, weird. That That's started a cycle. Every time we had to go somewhere or do something, 
I had goes, to say, I need a ride. Here it goes again. <laughs> here so we go again. I met all these. Really, I'm a celebrity. I'm a VIP, and I don't have a ride. <laughs> I didn't have a ride the whole time, and we did this the whole session. And look, you know what's oh weird goodness. about females is she never said, "Yep, you're right. That was a bad call." You know, she never owned yeah. it. Yeah, she was like, "Well, look at how many people we got to meet." I was like. It was a good experience. If you want to meet the people, we could have done that (laughs) at any point. Why do I have to hitchhike (laughs) at every time there's a there's a break in in the festivities? I I basically hitchhike the entire time. (laughs) All the way back to the airport to leave. I'm like, is anybody headed to the airport? (laughs) Because I need a ride. That's my life whenever I go to Nashville. Okay. Is hitchhiking? I wait, I, no, I wait. I feel like I'm homeless because I wait till some fan comes up and says, Can I take a picture? I said, Yep, if you'll do me a favor first, call this number. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, hey, Is it I'm, like an 800 number? Do you yeah. get- no, no, I'm stranded. Phones will not work for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I got, I've owned two of them and they never work. It's, you're, yeah. it's because of your magnetic personality. I, I don't know what it is. Your phones will not. Well, work. here's what I did. You said, well, "Why didn't you use your phone?" Well, I thought I left my phone in an Uber, <laughs> so it's gone. And so I, I said, "You lost a thousand dollar phone." Well, yeah, I lost my phone yeah. the whole trip. So I said, "It's gone." And uh, Missy's wanting to look for. I was like, "It's gone. Forget it. I've lost them before. I lost one in a swamp." <laughs> I was like, this oh, is a concrete swamp, yeah, and hey, some Uber driver got my, got my phone. Right. So I was like, we'll and deal with that expensive. when I get back. Yeah. So look, the, when we're headed toward the airport, <laughs> I got this new bag that I'm carrying all my stuff in, and there's like a pocket that I didn't even know was that's there. Right. That's where the phone <laughs> that, that's Yeah, where the phone. my phone. Oh, yeah. So look, I got my phone out there. I found my phone. <laughs> so then that made it worse because then the we whole time we had about a phone. that. You know, every time I brought up the hitchhiking fiasco, she brought up, well, I can't believe you lost your phone for three days, but not really. So anyway, but I will say this. One of the sermons that I heard was one of the top, I'd say top five sermons I've ever heard. Wow. And it was dealing with the same concept of what we're, what we're talking about. And look, all this stuff we're talking about, the Spirit hovering over the waters and John the Baptist preparing the way, we didn't come up with that. We we read what happened. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he read he, the name of his sermon. Uh, his, I think his name was Robert Madu, I think. Young guy. I say young. 35 seems well, like young. a child yeah, now to me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fantastic. But what he did was he read the baptism of Jesus, which caught my attention because that's kind of what we've been studying. Right. And he's like, you know, three things happen. You know, this voice from God, this is my son whom I love and whom I'm well pleased. And he made the transition like we do, that God says the same thing about us. Mm -hmm. The spirit, we get God's spirit. His whole point was, but then that same spirit, because the next verse, which I hadn't noticed, immediately led him to the wilderness to be tempted. And his whole point was as Christians, we we always preach this monumental moment, you know, of when we're saved or some other mountaintop, you know, we go to a conference and, but he's like, God prepared us through his spirit to take us to the wilderness. That's where we become Jesus. That Jesus went out 
to be tested by the evil one, but he also stayed in the wilderness his whole ministry, showing what God is like out in the world. Was yeah. 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 And so it was a, a fascinating principle that I, I kind of zeroed in on. It's good. And he was making the point, look, you're going to leave this utopia and go back to the wilderness of your church where there's problems. And, no. and no, anybody no. in yep. leadership and ministry knows it, it's – it's very. It can be oh, yeah. trying and difficult at times, and so, political and all the stuff that goes with yeah. churches. But I wanted to share that he's like a lot of times people. You know, they don't realize that when you're really on fire for Jesus and you're out there really creating all these mountaintop experiences, which is people coming to the Lord. Well, the evil one, he's not going to take that. Right. You are going to be attacked. He will oh, try yeah. to oh, shut yeah. you down, oh, yeah. just like he did Jesus. Yeah. And uh, since we were at a worship conference, you know, his point was when Jesus was tempted by the evil one, you know, one, he quoted scriptures at every point, but he got out to got down to the end, and, he, and when the evil one had said, you know, you just worship me and I'll give you all this. And you think, well, why no. would even Jesus do that? But he'd been on a 40 day fast. I mean, no, he, no. you know, physically yeah. Yeah. as a human, yeah. he was at a, a weak moment, right. you know, but he made that statement. He's like worship and serve God in him only, which we were at a, a, a conference. And his whole point for, for having that lesson was that's what we do individually. We go out there and we're on fire for Jesus and we, you know, overcome all the adversity and the persecution and attacks because we worship and serve God. Only. Right. There's oh. nothing on this planet that can compare to one, having a relationship with God, but two, you know, being used by God to encourage others to do the oh. same thing. I mean, that's the most fulfilling oh. thing you can do on earth. So well, I, mean, that, I wanted to give you all that. That's <laughs> one of the things that one of the best, uh, I guess, testimonies I ever gave was in a casino in Las Vegas. Ooh, tell me more, son. No, no, I'm serious, cause, and it was about what you was talking about. <clears throat> I'm sitting there. Me and Philip was playing poker, okay? I got busted out. Philip's still doing good. So Shocker. I'm sitting over that, there. That doesn't happen very often, does it? So, no. Anyway, this woman keeps walking by, and she's looking, and I know what's going on. She's recognized, you know. So, finally, she passes by about four or five times. She comes just sits down beside me and says, <clears throat> we got to sell this. Are you him? And I bust out laughing and said, well, that depends on who him is. Yeah. You know, and she said, well, the, the Duck Dunks guy. I said, yes, I'm here. <clears throat> you know, so we, we get to talking and I'm sitting there thinking about, all right, how am I going to bring Jesus into this? That's a good way to be thinking. No, no. So yeah. I'm sitting I there like doing it. this, you know, and she asked me, and it's so funny. She said, you're a big celebrity. You must have met thousands of people. Who's the neatest guy you ever met? Well, I started laughing. And she said, well, what's funny? I said, well, I was sitting here thinking about how can I bring Jesus to you, and now you've asked me. And I said, hey, now here's the deal. Jesus is the coolest man I've ever met. <laughs> that in my was life. a good answer. And I said, and here's why. You know, and this blew her mind away, you know, because she was a beautiful young lady, you know. <laughs> And I said, you are a fine little babe. <laughs> you know, just like that. And when I said it, she goes like that. And I said, and I've got a problem with fine babes. <laughs> I said, now here's the neat thing. Here's the neat thing about Jesus, why he's the coolest man I know. He can look at you and not go where I go. He mm -hmm. looks at you as a sister, okay. And I said, I ain't been able to put it off. And I said, you got to understand something here. He was flesh and blood just like I was. Mm-hmm. I said, but with one big, big difference, he never, he sinned. never sinned. He never yeah. made, yeah. And I said, and, you know, so uh, with this goes on and on, 
I'm thinking I'm supposed to be witnessing to this lady. Well, there's a lady about 10 chairs over, just drunk as a skunk. Mm. Okay, and the whole time I'm talking, she's moving. She's chair hopping, like musical chairs. Yeah. She's getting closer to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this lady says, Mr. Robinson, it's been a pleasure, and I've really enjoyed talking to you, but but me and my husband's got to go. Yeah. I said, okay, darling. I said, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you, and, you know, hey, remember who the coolest man I ever met is. Yeah, I think you did good. But anyway, so this lady says, uh, you go out in the wilderness a lot, don't you? And I looked and I said, uh, if you mean the woods, I hunt a lot, yeah. yeah. And so she you said, look like you've been in the wilderness. Well, yeah. no, no. That's a natural question. No, no, because yeah. she says that, you know, and, and I laugh because I said, okay, uh, if you mean in the woods, yeah. So she said, I wish I could go out in the wilderness instead of come up here and getting drunk. And I said, darling, <laughs> I said, hey, here's number one deal. You make the choice to come up here and get drunk. Yeah. Here's my uh, charge to you. Instead of coming up here and getting drunk and wasting your money, yeah, you go find you somebody, you know, church of your choice, mm. and you go and stay with them. I said, mm. because here's the bottom line. It's easier to be a Christian if you surround, surround yourself with people of like mind. Yeah. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com. And use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. And I said, so quit coming up here and wasting your money getting drunk. Yeah, I think That's, you handled that Well, you did, well. and so uh-huh. it's interesting because uh-huh. I think yeah, we're about out of time. But So we get a lot of questions about the two things you just talked about. One is, how do I share Jesus with people? How can I start a conversation? And you, you really shed a lot of light. The first thing is you have to be thinking that way. You got to be thinking just what you were thinking. This is an opportunity. Yeah. How am I going to tell this person and you're looking, about the Savior? You're looking for an opening, and you yeah. got one. It yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. So that's one thing that people ask us a lot. So so that's what, what side to share is perfect. The other is a lot of people ask us, because we get these questions a lot, do I need to be a part of a church? Because, like, I love God. I read my Bible. You know, I'm a Christian, but I don't really have a church family. You know, and so that's a question. Because, look, when we're talking about it, church becomes obviously a problem. When it's the focal point of your spiritual walk, it's not about. No. Well, let that, me answer the second. Let, let, let me answer the second one first, though, because we don't have much time. Right. I think people think they have the idea of church that it's a building, yeah, right. something you go to. Yeah. You know, we we were in Acts two earlier when they were cut to the heart and they said to Peter, "What do we do?" And he said, "Repent, be baptized, every one of you," and they received God's Spirit and the forgiveness of sins. And then forty one says, "And the Lord." added daily to, yeah to the 
to yep. the church. You you're 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 in it. You introduce you get introduced to Jesus. You surrender. You in essence then become married to Jesus because you have the Holy Spirit, which is what the church is, the bride of Christ. You're in it. It's not something you can be involved or not involved. You're in. Right. If you don't want to, you know, not only function that. As, as a role member, that's on you. Right. Not only that, you don't go to church. Right. You yeah. are the church. That's correct. Okay. And not only that, when people ask me, you know, what religious denomination are you? And I said, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, I'm not none of that. Right. Let me tell you who I run with. I run with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if you do the same and you've been baptized, you are my brother or you are my sister in Christ. But in all, You're part of my family. For correct. So all out. three of us understand the nature, and we're trying to explain what the nature of the church is, but we're, we're not saying it's not valuable to be a part of a family somewhere where you get encouragement. You where meet you, with the brothers well, and sisters. It's a different issue. Right. I think people ask you, the you question. You need both is, yeah. is People my ask the question because there's no perfect churches out no, there. No, there's nope. none. Nope. And, uh, so, and they get so frustrated going. But I always tell people that. they You know, when people – you can always come up with a reason why not to go to that's church that's you know exactly that's right. the phraseology yep. to use because yep. look yeah people are hypocritical and you know some somebody's gonna hurt your feelings you know, right. we're human and we're sinful people god okay. you, god uses flawed people yeah. to point people to the bride to the bridegroom right. Right. you know yep. which is jesus yep. and it's it's a very difficult thing to to do the other point of that is is when you talk about how to start the conversations with people I think Phil coined the phrase one time that Jesus was really good at directional dialogue. That's, right. That's the phrase he used. <laughs> he would go to have a normal conversation. But what you said about you yeah, know, a woman powerful. at the casino, I've done a thousand times, especially when I'm at an event that's not church sanctioned yep, right. and, yep. and most everybody's yep. and pretty well not. hammered yep. and they'll say hey Jace, you know cuz I have a reputation of, you know, being a wild and crazy guy. So they're like, here, what, what whiskey do you want? Or and I'm like, oh man, I'm already high. And they're like, I don't oh need, really? Yeah, I, I don't said, need oh, the whiskey. What you on? I, I said, I, I'm high on Jesus. <laughs> I say that every oh, time. No. Yeah. And look, it stops them yeah. in their tracks. And I'm like, yeah. Ephesians five, man, you ready? And they're like. Now, what is that? What Ephesians? They, they, they have no idea what I'm talking about. I said, I tell you this, the high on that will beat whatever you have assembled here. And they're like, really? I was like, oh, I'm telling you. And, and most people say, well, I'm not qualified to do it. You don't need no qualifications. No, that's right. I've, that's right. I've okay. made that same it's, comment uh, yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If when, you don't, you, when you surrender and God gives you the yeah. spirit, guess what? You became qualified not all that trust me okay because yeah he, he made me a tv celebrity i don't even know what that is but anyway he made me one all right and he always the holy spirit always gives me what i need to share jesus with everybody i come in contact with that's right he always does and that's what we do it's romans 12 1 and 2 we live it out there is value uh we gather we worship we encourage each other but that's not the focal point that's just gets us fired up about everything else we do it's not what you do when you come together with the family okay no, you're resting then. yeah yeah that's you're just, just you're just coming together with the family okay when you start working is after that that's you right. go I've out in the world that, i've that's noticed that most people that don't 
they consistently don't come together with a family, they're usually up to no good. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. just a fact. Yeah. If yeah. you don't meet with God's family, okay, that's why I said it's so much easier to live a Christian life if you surround yourself with like-minded people. <laughs> For crying yeah. out loud. Size and that beat. is Common Sense 101. <laughs> and with that, and with that, we... <laughs> we were, Turn this Yeah, that one's been around the whole time. Look, you can't see it on camera. Look, these earphones. Look, see this? Yeah. You can't hear it. Look, if you turn that over... <laughs> Wait a minute, turn it off. You're only been hearing half the conversation. Yeah. Oh, Flip good. that one around. I've been good. Yeah. No. Well, no wonder. I wonder why they're Put that on and watch. Now no. listen oh, now. Yeah. Oh, Let yeah. there be sound. Let there be sound. Hey, I was wondering. I said, this is the craziest phone. I figured you said, this is a piece of junk. No. It's a piece I'm of serious. junk. I'm saying good. Well, Uncle Si is always welcome in the Unashamed Podcast Command Center. Hopefully next time we'll get old PR back from his uh, cataract surgery. I'll be sure and keep him in your prayers. We want to try to get him back to a two-armed, two-eyed man, if all possible. That way he'll quit thinking he's dead weight. That's right, exactly. So we'll see you next time. We are so glad you're watching and listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and iTunes, That's going to keep you up to date with all the new episodes, and it's also going to let other people find out about our podcast. So keep spreading the word and watching and listening to Unashamed with Phil Robertson.